Well. What is up, everybody? Bat! Um, I gave a brief explanation. By the way, hey, how are you? I gave a brief explanation on one of my high lives. Why I haven't been doing fairly normal. But then I heard from a lot of you, man. It meant a lot. And, uh, yeah, I know I've probably lost a shit ton of people and they've unsubscribed and fuck it. It meant a lot to me that you guys reached out and were like, hey, we miss fairly normal. So I had to get over why I wasn't doing it and just do it. I taped another one today, too, that I'm releasing next week. Can't wait. But first... recorded one today with Kat Timp from uh, she's done a couple shows on Fox and um, I just thought I follow her on Twitter she's a great follow man she's a true libertarian and and, uh, I know if she works at Fox people just assume that she is who she you know they just assume she is she's not free thinker funny started out as a stand-up like I really started following her on Twitter and was like oh she's funny as shit and I love the way she deals with trolls. And I love the way that she takes all the hate and spins it and puts it back out. It's really good. So I'm excited for you guys to hear it, but I'll be putting that out next week. I wanted to first start with just me and kind of let you know. I had kind of alluded to, um, well, not alluded, really. I had said on one of my high lives. And for those of you who don't know what a high live is, I used to do a high walk, right? Uh, but my neighborhood's too damn nice. So there's no weird furniture and there's no crazy people walking around. So it's boring. So, and plus there's not a lot of streetlights. It's spooky as shit. You know I'm scared really easily. I can't be walking around. And there's nobody, like the other the other place, you know, my other neighborhood, there were people. There was action, you know. So I never really felt, when I was high, it never felt too spooky. But this new place, I did it twice, and I was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, spooky as shit. But um, on my high live, so my high live I do, it's a Facebook live, it's a stream, and uh, I just sit in my backyard, and we talk, me and you guys. But on Facebook live, on my fan, on my fan page, if you guys want to check it out. But I mentioned there, because somebody on there asked me why I hadn't done Fairly Normal, and I will tell you why. Um, you know, I've, I bring my equipment. I'm in New York right now. I bring my equipment with me everywhere. Oh, John Farrell. I'm also have ESPN on John Farrell get interviewed by the nationals. Hey, nationals. If you hire John Farrell, you might as well just decide that you're not going to make it right by the first round of the playoffs. That dude is a terrible manager. Fucking terrible. Anyways. So. Okay, I brought my stuff with me, and I have it with me all the time. So it's not that I hadn't forgot. I just would look at it. All right, so we all have our demons, right? 
and I've been kind of mired in mine over the last probably three weeks or a month, which is pretty much um, how long it's been, three weeks probably since I did a, a one of these podcasts. And, uh, you know, my... Look, when everybody's got their own demons, it doesn't have to be weed or, or it doesn't have to be a weed. That's not a demon. That's an angel. It doesn't have to be drugs or booze or gambling or women, like whatever your personal thing is that makes you spiral or makes or, or you know, one of the reasons I didn't want to do this is because I know I'm a pretty honest person and, um, I did it, but there's, look, there's 5% of everybody that you don't let out, you know? Well, most people, there's some people I know who let out everything, but there's 5% of everybody. And that's just because it makes you feel super vulnerable, you know? And um, I didn't think I could do this podcast without talking about it. And I know that I could have just recorded one and not put it out. But I think, you know, part of that demon, part of my issues when I go down these little rabbit holes is that I get, I find ways to be self-destructive. And so I know I would have put that, I would have put the podcast out and it's not that it's anything bad. Like, it's not like that I'm collecting small hairless kittens and I'm making a suit out of them. You know what I mean? But it's just things that make me feel vulnerable. And so that's it. That's it. Some of you may look at it and go, I don't know what the big deal is about whatever that is problem is. And um, it doesn't matter from the outside what other people think you should feel about your whatever your issues are. You know how they make you feel. You know, uh, Doug Stanhope has a great bit about you can't compare sucks. And I believe that to be true. Look, Whatever my thing is, um, whatever my thing is, it affects me, and and it affects me in a lot of different ways. You know, like I said, I get self destructive, and and um, you, you know, I've spent a lot of days, man, in the over the last three weeks in my hotel room with the lights out. It's just not a good feeling. It's 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 a bit of a cloud, and I'm also self destructive in. Um, when I in this doesn't it doesn't happen to be very often and and uh, but I get into a big fuck you phase where I just start cutting people out of my life fuck and I just I I take everything as a slight and part of that is my personality that helps motivate me so I I, I try to keep that in check you know uh, but when I start to spiral it it gets out of control and you know I've ended not relationships it's not like that but i i do like not i've never broke up with a girlfriend or i'm not gonna I'm not, beth and i aren't breaking up but there are people in my life i'll be like fuck that person fuck that person and i'll go back and i'll look at the last month of text and i'll be like i reached out four times i didn't fuck that person and i just start to say fuck you to up everything uh, other people what i don't need that fuck whatever in my house in my house you know, fuck this stool. I just start throwing things out and it's self-destructive. And I haven't quite figured it out when I'm in this little, and I do get a little down, not down. I don't know. 
more down on uh, myself than anything else, you know. I don't know if this is making sense. I'm trying to talk about it in a honest but not bearing kind of way, you know, where I'm bearing, you know, everything. So bearing was not right word, but uh, yeah, man. So I would pick, I would look at that microphone and be like, I I just can't I can't start talking because I don't I'm also I didn't want to get on a fuck you rant. You know, fuck this person and fuck this person. And, and, um, and I know every time it happens, it's happening. And I know that it, it doesn't, it's like my cluster headaches, actually. It really only happens like once, maybe twice a year and it happens for a couple of weeks. And then I, I, uh, just snap out of it. Uh, and I think I'm on the outside of it right now. But it's not a fun little time for me. And, you know, I still did the podcast with Freddie because uh, that's really important to me. And and, uh, and 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 having somebody else there for sure stops me from circling the drain a little bit, you know. But just me here in the light. I have my lights on in the hotel room. But just me here in the lights out in the hotel room was just not going to be good for me. So, uh I, I know I, I've told you without actually saying anything, but um, I'm happy to be back and, and uh, I'm happy that you stuck with me. And, um, and you know, we got, I have so many exciting things potentially happening. I'm pretty excited. And even if none of those things happen, you know, um, we recently had a, and this had nothing to do with it. We recently, Beth had a death on her side of the family. And it just reminds you when you get to a certain age, like, what are we all still chasing? Like, are we all, are, are you, are you going to be chasing? Are you chasing? Am I going to chase success my whole life? Like, when do I stop chasing? And I, I don't know if that's the same for every business. I think it must be because we're all always chasing something, you know? But that's why I looked at a dude outside of the living outside and uh, not knowing where your food's coming from and, and no shower and all that stuff. I was looking at a dude when I was in Sacramento a couple weeks ago, a homeless guy, but crazy, but just walking around screaming and laughing and screaming. And I was like, that dude doesn't give a fuck about anything. He didn't give a fuck about anything. He's not chasing nothing. You know, I started thinking about that. I'm like, this. there's a simplicity to life that I think sometimes, probably all of us, just miss. You know, there's a simplicity to it that has beauty in it. I mean, I walk, I've been walking around New York City, and, and I don't think I could ever live here. It's too, it's too many people, and you're too on top of each other, and it's so funny, though. Anybody who's ever walked in New York City, one, not only is walking on the sidewalks of New York City should be some sort of Olympic sport. Like, that shit is for real, but... um. I, I, and it's funny too, like you want, I had a jacket on today and I was like, fuck, it's cold. And I was walking down the street and I turned the corner and when you turn the corner, the sun was shining on that street and it was hot as shit. And I was like, now I know layers. Everybody wears layers. They take the jacket off on one street, they put it on on another. But even though I would never live here, um, the one thing I love about this place, love 
is walking down the sidewalk in New York City. You see one of everything, man. One of everything. It's like it's like the Noah's Ark of people dropped off here. And I think that is fucking great. I truly think that is great. It's my favorite thing about New York is that it's just every single different type of person living together. And I love that, man, because it shows that it's possible and it's just fun, man. Like you get a whatever your thing is, you can find it right here. You can find it. I think that's great. I really do. And I love it. I love that. But I fucking hate how many people are here and that I'm staying in a hotel room that is basically the size of my closet at home. So that's the one problem, you know, and I don't like the traffic and that it's noisy all the time and all that, whatever. But man, I do like the energy and I do like the, what do you want? You want whatever you want, 24 hours a day. There's a store that probably has it. And I, as somebody who stays up late and is always like, man, there's no food. I love that. Love it. Now, there are a couple of things I do want to talk to you guys about. Um, oh, well, let's get a pet peeve out of the way, if we may. So uh, I'm in. I don't even know if it's a pet peeve. I just think it's something we need to do differently. So I go to Starbucks to get my coffee. And yo, every single employee who puts the lid on the cup touches the place where your mouth hole goes with their fucking hands. Whenever they put it on, they we got to find a better system or you got to wear gloves. Like I can't, or you just touch the back of the cup. But why you got to touch where my mouth hole goes? Why are you touching where the mouth hole goes? Why are you touching where the mouth hole goes? That would be like if I ordered a coffee and as I was ordering the coffee, I just asked you to put your index finger in my mouth. That would be weird for a myriad of reasons. But like it would also be probably kind of unsanitary. And you're doing the same thing. Get your fingers off of the place where my mouth hole goes. I think that's pretty easy. Uh, so I don't know if that's a pet peeve, but it bothers the fuck out of me. Um, I have eaten like shit, by the way, here in New York. Oh, my God. I finally had a vegetable today. It's so funny to me when I like sometimes when I order food and people are like, you, you, you from L.A.? I'm like, why? Because it's healthy? Like, I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, that's so L.A. Broccoli is L.A.? Really? But you know what's you know what's so Louisiana? Heart disease. So I'll take my so L.A. You know, I told you guys that story, right? When we were in New Orleans, here's why I said Louisiana. And I also think Louisiana has been proven to be the fattest state in the country. But we're in uh, New Orleans, and uh, Beth and I are getting married. And uh, we're in a restaurant. And I probably haven't had a vegetable. It just dawned on me in like three or four days. And I was like, huh. I haven't had, you know, a, a vegetable in a long time. So I said to the waitress, I said, excuse me. She said, yeah. 
I said, I see you have a broccoli casserole. She said, would you like that? And I said, no, I don't, I don't want the broccoli casserole. I don't want any cheese on the broccoli. She goes, no cheese? I said, no, no cheese. And she goes, okay. I go, actually, you know what? No butter either. She goes, you don't want any cheese or butter? I said, no. She goes, How, you just want it plain? And I could tell by her face, I'm like, this is, this is not going to happen. There's no way that this, this is not getting through. So I said, you know what? Have them just put the broccoli on a plate and I'll, I'll eat it plain. She goes, you, you going to eat the broccoli plain? I said, yeah, just raw. And she goes, okay, you know that's going to be crunchy, right? And I was like, yeah. No, 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 I understand. Uh, totally understand the entire idea behind raw broccoli in that it's probably going to be crunchier than the cooked. Oh, it was so good. We When we got married, we had, it was in New Orleans, it was a, it was a bash, people were getting fucked up. But there was only one person at our wedding who got arrested. And that was the guy who's been in fucking AA for like, I mean, since I can remember. You know, I went to high school with him. Dude has been, you know, sober. The only one who got arrested. He was supposed to sing at our wedding. And we were like, where's Charlie? (laughs) He's the only one who got arrested. It's so funny. We also saw, oh, that was great too. Beth and I were in this little carriage and we were driving down the street. And Benjamin Bratt, was that his name? Handsome. Hispanic looking dude, dark skin. Um, he was just, uh, he was like, congratulations. And I leaned over to Beth. I'm like, he's handsome as fuck. And she was like, he is pretty handsome. And I was like, I'm going to ask him to come, <laughs> come back with us. She was like, don't do that. I mean, we weren't going to do anything weird with Benjamin Bratt, Pratt, Benjamin, Benjamin. I could Google it, but this is way more fun. I think it's Chris Pratt. You guys know how good I am with names. If you've ever heard me on a podcast called Doug Loves Movies, you know that I don't remember names of people or movie names or anything like that. But I think Chris Pratt, and then I think it's Benjamin Bratt. I don't think his name is Bratt. Benjamin... I think it does end with at, though. Benjamin, ooh, not Benjamin Button, not Benjamin Franklin. Here, this is how it's going to work, guys. I'm just going to start thinking of names that have people that I know. Not my cousin, Benjamin Rosenbaum. Not, do I know any more Benjamins? I said Franklin. Not Benjamin Button. I said that one. Uh, Not Benjamin Pratt. Benjamin what do we think is that you guys are like, you're so dumb. I think I'm going to actually just stick with Benjamin Bratt. That's what I'm going to stick with. Um, yeah, Benjamin Bratt, handsome. Uh, and yeah, he was walking down the streets and that was the worst story of all time. But I don't even remember what my point was. Um, you know what I do want to talk about? I forgot to tell you. So my buddies, I don't know if you guys know what's been going on. My my, I have, I'm friends with these guys at Barstool Sports, and uh, um, they're in a lot of. They had a can a show canceled at ESPN, and then um, and then one of the anchors at ESPN, a woman, basically called them out for being misogynists and all this shit, and then their show got canceled, and now I think their brand is taking a big hit, and I have a lot of things to say about this. One, what the fuck, everybody? I will say this. You know, 
when Barstool started, and I've been looking at Barstool for a long time, when Barstool started, guys, you have to be able to differentiate between a guy's diary and something he's putting out for entertainment. Something he's putting out to entertain a certain group of people. I don't find him... Now, some of his earlier stuff is a little... Uh, El Presidente, I think his name is Dave Portnoy. Some of his earlier stuff is a little... Uh, I don't even want to use the word misogynistic, but a, a little more anti than it, than it should be. I think he used the word slut too much and whore and all that shit, and I, think, I don't think there's any place for that. Um, but... I think just like every other, I mean, look at Perez Hilton and look at Howard Stern. I'm not comparing these guys to them, but, you know, you start out with a certain voice and you start out with a certain voice that is going to get you looks. I don't know if you guys know this, but the only way to get noticed now is to be extreme. Yeah, I, I'd be, so I, I was in a meeting, not kidding. And one of the notes was, hey, this, you'd be great for this, but can you really go strong at, as this for your opinion? I'm like, no. No, because I'm a human being and there's gray area in everything. So why I'm going to stick to this when they're right. So anyways, the Barstool guys. There is no doubt that the site is geared towards guys. There is no doubt but I will tell you something that I see, and I've been reading Barstool forever. And guys, I'm not a dude who's going to go to a website that I think is anti-woman, misogynistic, racist. It definitely hits a certain sense of humor. But you have to be able to differentiate satire and a character and jokes with a dude who's just writing some sort of manifesto. Now, he apologized for some things that he said. He didn't have to. But I appreciate that he did. And, um, but what he's doing, what they're doing right now, I would argue, makes fun of guys way more than it makes fun of women. Whenever I look at Barstool, and I do, I follow all their stuff. If you guys follow me on Instagram and you see some of those crazy videos I post, that's all from Barstool. If you follow them, it is packed with videos of dudes doing stupid shit. It's it's just just stupidity on top of stupidity on top just doing di- weird shit, putting a roach in your mouth that's lit and swallowing it with tequila and running into each other with golf carts like real dumb shit. So what? It 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 is a site that is is perfect for the demo that it's reaching. And why the fuck do you care? We can't start policing jokes. I don't give a fuck if you don't think it's funny. You got to look at intent. 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 And this dude is a private citizen running a business. He knows what his clientele likes. His clientele is probably dudes 18 ages 15 to 34. I'm a little older than that. Um and listen, we all know what those people laugh at. We all know what those people like to watch. That's his business. Don't go to the fucking site if you don't like it. 
Guys, we got to stop policing so much. Have to stop policing other people. And it, 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 with word police shit. And like, hey, the deal is, if you are a person who has never made fun of somebody, I will listen to you talk to me about being offended and how this isn't. But if you make fun of people, if you're a person that like is a Democrat and you make fun of Republicans, but you're not okay with whatever other jokes, then that's not okay. That's not okay. And if you're a Republican and you're not okay with Republican jokes, that's not okay. That's not okay. You have to be able to laugh at yourself first. Secondly, if you are and have ever made a joke about anybody, then you have to be able to take that shit. You just do. Stop it, everybody. Stop with the fucking being offended all the time. Stop it. Stop being offended by people you don't know. If you don't have the same last name as me, you can't offend me. Because I don't know you well enough for you to say anything that would fucking really bother me. Now, I may disagree, and I may think some of the things you say are, de- are destructive, but offended? No. Offended? You know what was offensive to me? This dude who was sitting next to me on the plane who was farting and wafting. He was wafting on the plane up to himself. That's offensive. I'm offended by that. I'm offended by the cab driver today because I got into his cab and he had the most, he was eating the most disgusting homemade fish plate. It smelled. That offended me. That offended me. Offended my nose, my senses. But guys, come on. There's so many other things. There's so many other things. There's so many other, and if you truly are offended, if you truly are offended, please don't take to Twitter. Go out and make a fucking difference. That's it. Guys, being offended on Twitter is the most ridiculous thing of all time. It's so, you know, a couple weeks ago, I sent out a tweet uh, to, about a- after the Vegas shooting, and I was talking about, because I, I retweeted two people, each from a Republican and Democrat, who both politicized it. And, like, people lost their minds. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad you're offended. Hey, so what are you doing besides yelling at people on Twitter? Oh, nothing? Then it doesn't bother you that much. Hey, if your reaction to something is, I'm going to get on Twitter, but you don't do anything in real life, yeah, it didn't really bother you. It didn't really bother you. If there was a tragedy or, or, or a, a natural disaster, you could tell the people it really affected because they sent money or they sent help. Or now look, some people don't aren't in a position to send money, so I don't want to make you feel like you need to send money. But like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, that's not that's not an act, that's not you making change. It isn't. Now I will tell you this. And just like I, as a human being, see how we there are gray areas. I will tell you this: that Me Too hashtag made a difference for me in that 
you know, I, I talked to a friend and I was because I've always been like, man, what the fuck? When people when when I read the broad generalizations about men and men do this and, like, and I always was like, look, man, as a man, that bothers me because if I said black people or women or Mexicans, people would be like, you can't fucking generalize. So I was always like, I get it. I get it. But then I started to ask some friends who are women because I'm like, hey, you know, and I not ask, but I was like, hey, not every guy is assaulting and harassing. And she said, and they, uh, all three women, by the way, said, that's true. But every woman has been assaulted or harassed. And I was like, what? And they go, yeah, yeah. Everyone's either been catcalled or rubbed up against or or actually, or worse, right? Or made to feel uh, unsafe. Um, and that did strike me. Because I have a wife, and I have a daughter, and I have a mother, and I have dear friends who are women. And I'm not saying I don't care about you all. But you know what I mean? When things are personal, that's when you really take note. And the idea that that happens to every woman really did sink in with me. Really did. Really did. Really did. So I, I, I made a couple of really personal decisions. Not that I am out harassing people, but more about, you know, I know dudes that act a certain way. And, and I made a promise to myself that, like, I wasn't going to let that happen anywhere around me. You know what? I wasn't going to excuse him being a meathead or any of that shit. Um, which are, are excuses that we've all made. Because I go back to, and I I'm not going to say who, who this guy is exactly. I know him. I know the type of person he is. Good dude. For sure would never assault somebody. For sure. But he does things that cross the line. And I'm sure make people uncomfortable. But the f default reaction to discomfort is just like a laugh. So you're like, oh, she's laughing, but not really. And so I, that me too really did for me personally, all those personal stories. And it basically, uh, yeah, it really was interesting. It was interesting. Um, I also want to say as a member of the Hollywood community, hello, hey, Fuck Harvey Weinstein and fuck the rest of those dudes. But harassment isn't just in Hollywood. It's anywhere that there are powerful people who have subordinates who are scared to speak out and who they, they have power over and they exercise that power. Men and women, by the way, mostly men, 98%, 9%. But like, so it's happening everywhere. Except there's no headline like Jeff from accounting harasses 64 women. Like nobody gives a fuck, which is why it's focused on Hollywood. But don't think it's not happening at the Jiffy Lube. Well, maybe not the Jiffy Lube, but don't think it's not happening at, at almost every building up in this city that I'm in right now. It's a it's I had no idea that every woman had a story. So I, I that made a difference for me. Um which is weird because I just wanted this whole big thing about how it doesn't make difference. But I also told you earlier, I'm a grown person who has different ideas, you know, and there's gray areas. Um, and that one really did work. You know, the other one I think kind of worked was that ice bucket challenge. 
But in general, if you're going online just to bitch at somebody or about Trump or whatever, yeah, go make a difference. Go make a difference. Um, all right, listen, long enough, half an hour. I just want to step in and say hey and say go Celtics and go Patriots. And um, God, I hope the Astros win. If the Yankees had played the Dodgers, I don't even know what I would have done. I have a strong dislike for both teams. But I don't think I could ever root for the Yankees. I just think that would be something that would get me kicked out of my family. But the, I can't, you know, rooting for a, a Los Angeles team, being from Boston, is like a no-no too. So it was a real, I'm so happy the Astros won. I want the Astros to win, not only because I hate the Dodgers, but because of the, I think Houston could use it. I, 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 and I said going into the football season, if the Patriots don't win it, I, I hope the Texans do. I think that city could use it, use it, use it. You know, Florida could probably use a little help too. Um, but uh, and obviously Puerto Rico good, but they don't have a sports team. They do have sports teams probably, but they just don't. Uh, they don't play here. Um, I also, I think I might be changing my opinion just a little bit about Lavar Ball. Oh. But we'll get to that at another time. I just wanted to stop in and tell you guys that I'm back. I'm feeling so much better. Um, I'm feeling so much better. I'm feeling so much better. I Every now and then, I think we all go into a hole. and um, Yeah, I just wanted to be in the hole, I think. And I'm glad uh, I took a long fucking walk today, which kind of helped me s- snap out of it. And hey, I've been snapping out of the last couple of days, but... It was a great, like, uh, it was almost meditation, that walk. If I'm not going to lie to you, it was it was pretty great. Uh, but listen, everybody, ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates. Uh, no, My November, I'm at the Mystic League Casino, which I've never been to, so I'm really excited. And then I'm at two of my fucking favorite places. I'm in Atlanta and Kansas City. At the Punchline, I'm in Atlanta. Um, my buddy, well... We'll have, we're going to have a special guest or two that is going to come sing some songs with me. So you might not want to miss that if you're in Atlanta. And, and then I'm in Kansas City, but not at Stanford's. For the first time, I will be playing the Kansas City Improv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited to be back. I, uh, I forgot to hit shuffle the entire time that I was talking but you guys don't give a fuck about that but uh i'm so happy to be back i'm so happy i hope some of these things that are happening yeah that's a good song it's future mask off yo future is pretty fucking great uh, 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 uh. Um, yeah, happy to be back. Hope these things pan out. And listen, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up. Let's start talking. I'm really going to focus myself on 
honestly being in town in LA more, which means full court press with both the podcasts. It's time to be home, guys. I love doing stand-up, but, you know, Beth and I have been apart for too long. I think that's part of it, too, man. It really bums me out. And I've told you this before, like, being on the road so much the last three years of Jakey's High School, and missing almost the entire senior year of Caitlin, my daughter, was really a mindfuck for me. Really mindfuck. It was kind of crushing. And so I just feel like I'm, I think a lot of it is I figured out I feel like I'm missing life. I'm living a different life. I'm living two lives. I live and love my family and Beth and my, and my kids. And then half the time I live a life of a man alone. It's bizarre. And I just want to be home, guys, you know? And I don't mean that in a bad way. And I love stand-up and I still love coming to cities. But I would... I wouldn't mind pulling back on the road. I go so hard, you know, three, four weeks a month, and I wouldn't mind pulling it back to two and just being happy. You know? We all need a little of that shit. Edible's about to kick in. Yankees, thank God, out of the playoffs. Houston and L.A. about to start. Come on. Life is good. I'm back, motherfuckers. Switch states, switch down fire plates. Switch, ain't no way, ain't no fucking way. No, we can't play, we didn't come to play. No, rock the bank, we gon' rock the game. Again, they gang, we gang, gang, but they're not the same. We bang, Percocet, yeah, Miley Percocet, be it fine. Percocet, yeah, Miley Percocet, be it fine. Rep the set, yeah, gotta rep the set.